Welcome to the Knowing God Podcast. The hope of this podcast is that it would help you to know the Word of God so that you may ultimately know God. I'm your host, Andrew Rutten. Okay, we are moving on today to a new verse, which is always exciting times on the Knowing God Podcast when we get to move from one verse that we just spent five episodes on and we finally get to another one. So, Believe it or not, we're going to hit this verse in one episode. So that means we got to get rolling right away. So let's read Colossians 3, verse 9. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices. Throughout the last handful of episodes in chapter 3, we have been looking at what are the sinful tendencies of our flesh that needs to be removed in a community of faith. Meaning, if all that Paul has talked about so far, about us being united to Christ, is true, then that means there are sinful habits of our past that need to go. And specifically, in the last few episodes, we have been addressing relational sins in God's people. And this is the final sin that Paul says we need to put away in this little list things that cannot be a part of our community anymore. And he says that we must not lie to one another. That's his command, which shouldn't shock us since that made God's 10 commandments that he gave his people. He said, we are not to say false things to one another. We are not to deceive one another. We are not to try and bend the truth to one another. God's people being in the image of God must be a people of truth. And therefore, we must not be a people who lie to one another. And I think this one probably seems pretty straightforward for us to grasp, but I want us to consider one main reason that lying is detrimental to communal life, and then one thing that it says about our spiritual state. Okay, so first, let's consider why lying is so detrimental to our communal life. Well, lying at its core is deception about what is true. It's creating a false idea or narrative or statement. Uh, John Calvin wrote about this verse, when he forbids lying, he condemns every sort of cunning and all wicked tricks of deception. Calvin says, I contrast it generally to sincerity. He's saying that's the opposite of lying, is being a sincere person. So this is not merely saying that relational life doesn't work if you say those bold, outlandish, damagingly large lies. I think Calvin is right in saying Paul is concerned about every trick of deception. Anything, he says, that breaks down the idea of sincerity of your words. In fact, I would encourage you right now, think about someone who maybe isn't trying to be wicked and horribly manipulative with their words, but someone who is prone to deception in your life, meaning someone you know that when they talk, you can't really tell if they're telling you the truth or not. And as they talk, they they might wrap their words in half-truths or Truths that are worded in such a way that make you think something different than what the actual truth is. You know someone like that? 
Well, now consider, is it hard for you to have a completely open, honest, trusting relationship with that person? My guess is that if you're completely honest, it has to. Because any good, healthy relationship is built on deep levels of trust and honesty. And any level of deception begins to break down relational intimacy and trust. And therefore, Paul says, the people of God can have no level of dishonesty or lying in them. Because remember, we are to be a set-apart new people, a people of love, truth, intimacy, and connection. And this new people is to be a united family in Jesus Christ. And anything that hinders our communion together as a people, our level of depth of relationship as a people, must be condemned. Our relationships must be built on sincerity, honesty, and truth. But I don't think that's the only problem with lying. Now, I know this may quickly feel real deep, but let me just go there for a moment. Lying does not merely hinder relationships with other people in our life. Our level of devotion to truth or lies reveals our spiritual state in who we are following. God is revealed in Scripture as the God of truth. He speaks truth. He is truth. He reveals truth to his people. You know, in contrast to people we talked about before, when God says something, you don't have to wonder if he means it. You don't have to wonder if he's telling the truth. God is pure, consistent, honest truth. And in contrast to that, the Bible says in John 8 verse 44 that God's great enemy, Satan, is the father of lies. That phrase means he is the originator, the first liar. You know, we see this in Genesis 3. He's the one who comes lying to tempt Adam and Eve to distrust God. And all who live in lies are following the father of lies. So friends, this is a a serious biblical reality. Ephesians 2 states that in our natural state, we follow Satan and his lies against God. But Ephesians 2 goes on to say that God has saved us from following Satan and his power and transformed us to now follow God and his power. So here then is a great but scary diagnostic question for who you are truly following. Just ask yourself, what is the level of honest truth in my life? Am I filled with deception and lies? Or is my life set on truth and speaking truth? Now, I'm not saying that if you ever say a lie, you're not a Christian, so don't hear that. But Paul says at the end of this verse that we shouldn't lie Because that is a part of the old self that has been put away. That's done. You once followed the prince of darkness in his lies. Now you follow the son of God. You have moved from deception to truth. And you living as someone who does not deceive or lie is part of the proof that you have been transformed from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. 
So to end today, let me give you two simple and practical steps forward in this. First, if you are a person who readily acknowledges that you struggle in this, I want to first encourage you to go to the Lord with this. You know, oftentimes we immediately run to people, which I think is a really good impulse in a lot of ways. But for this one, if this is a main struggle, I would encourage you to take this one to the Lord first. Ask for his help in telling the truth. Because if you're ready to listen to his voice, I truly believe he will make you aware of the times you tend to not tell the truth, where you tend to live in deception. And I want you to ask him for his Holy Spirit to help you choose truth in those moments. But second, if you're someone who maybe you you don't really know when or where you struggle with this, I would encourage you to open yourself up, again, first to the Lord, but then to close people around you. Ask them if they notice this in you. Give them the freedom and the ability to point it out when they do. You know, as the people of God, we need to be a people of truth. So let's fight this together, knowing that we no longer follow the father of lies. We follow our father of truth. And therefore, we live as a people of truth. Friends, may God bless you and keep you. May he give you favor, grace, and peace. Peace.